Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Great to talk to you, Paul. I'm grand on a Monday morning. Some positive stories, but this one, the sphere, is creating quite a stir in Vegas and way beyond it. And the Wexford connection is huge through you. Tell Absolutely. me more, please. How, how, how have we got that Wexford connection? So, uh, Paul Breen, born and raised. Uh, my, my mother is from Drina. My father is from Trinity. Um, so, uh, spent a few years living down in Pierceystown for a while. Then moved up to Bray. Um, and I lived in Bray until I was 16. And then after that, I moved back down to Wexford and did my leaving cert in St. Peter's College. And after I finished my leaving cert, I moved up to Dublin and spent a year in UCD. Uh, after that, I came back down to Wexford and actually worked in uh, Yield Cooper's Inn down in Kilnick for a while. And then after that, right. um, I moved back to Dublin and went to a private college called Pulse, where I got a lot of experience uh, when it comes to live sound production and uh, record studios. And then I got into music festivals. I uh, did a lot of music festivals all around the country, such as Oxygen, Electro Picnic, um, Bud Rising, a few other, few other large um, concerts and festivals around the country. Then I started to do some government work, some corporate AV for the government, the Irish government, um, after which I eventually emigrated to the United States. Okay. When I emigrated to the United States, I got involved with a, um, a company called AV Concepts, who uh, used to put on very large uh, corporate productions, including holograms. So I, um, and I actually started my own hologram company uh, for a while. Um, and through that, I started to make more connections with various different companies, including uh, the Madison Square Garden Company. And were you working as an independent? Yes, indeed. Um, through all of this? Yes, yes. Yeah. Had my own, at various points in time, I, I, I did work full-time for some companies, but most of the time I was a, a, uh, an independent contractor. Okay. Um, and then in 2014, I became involved with uh, Madison Square Garden, specifically Radio City Music Hall. Yeah. And... Um, over the years there, doing large productions for the Rockettes in New York, um, we started to do a pretty major upgrade on the venue itself. And with the venue, we decided to apply video to every surface in the venue so that you're completely immersed in video all the way around your eyes. Right. Um, and from that basis, the idea came to develop the MSG Sphere. So who contacted you about the Sphere then? I was directly working with, with Madison Square Garden, and the owners of Madison Square Garden was their idea originally. Can we talk a little bit about the sphere now? Sure. Uh, I mean, thank you for sharing that journey with us in such a concise way that we can all follow it. It's quite remarkable, and, and it, it, it proves that if you have a dream and you have the oomph to go ahead and pursue that dream, it can come true. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the sphere, um, I've seen some shots of it, stills, some footage of it. Mm -hmm. It's quite remarkable. Talk to me about the scale of it and, uh, and from that dream that the, the owners of Madison Square Garden had to actually turning the dream into reality. So um, the best way to describe what's actually happening inside Sphere is uh, your entire, entire field of view of video of, of, from your eyes is completely immersed in video. And when uh, the, the, uh, the indication came to us to come up with a concept or, or a technical solve to provide video all the way around your field of view, uh, myself and my team sat down many, many years ago and just started putting pen to paper and, and figuring out all the technical requirements to be able to make that happen. Mm -hmm. um, and in doing so, we had to uh, work with various different companies around the world to develop new products that could actually process video at a scale that we we're working with. Right. Um, it's kind of uh, hard to actually equate exactly uh, what the sheer scale is, but if you imagine at home when you have your, 
UHD or your 4K TV, our scale is 85 times bigger than that again. Right. It, uh, and then it wraps all the way around your, your eyes um, and the color reproduction is unlike anything else on planet uh, Earth. And the clarity? The clarity is, it's the biggest screen on planet Earth. Yeah. Uh, 171 million pixels are displayed on screen. Um, and the, the, the color on it, uh, like I was saying, it's, it's, it's something that you cannot get on any normal television or, mm. or in cinemas. The cost and the scale, can you talk to me about the size of it? Because this apparently can be seen from outer space. On the outside, yes, the outside of the building is fully wrapped in a giant dome of video. It's, it's, it's a, we look at it like a normal video screen. It's just really, really, really big. And indeed, when it's fully lit up, you can absolutely see it from quite a distance away. Uh, when you're flying into Las Vegas, it's most definitely the, the, the most uh, uh, pinnacle center point in, in the, on the strip. When you're flying in, you can see it from quite a distance away. Are you allowed to share? How much does it cost? I, I don't honestly know the full cost. Of are we talking about billions thing. here? What are we talking I've, about? I've, I've heard the numbers. I'm, I'm involved in the technology, so I don't actually know the numbers myself. But it could be over a billion? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Wow. And are there plans to do more of these? I'm, he- I'm hearing London has been mentioned. Is that there, true? Uh, there is there is discussions and in, in, uh, stuff in the works right now to, to figure out London. Um, I'm not involved with the, the planning permission process or anything to do that myself. I'm just involved with the technology solves. Right. Um, but yes, there is there's a lot of interest to do more of these different size and shapes type 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 buildings. It's a it's quite a new medium that yeah. no one has ever experienced before. So a lot of people are, want to do new cool things with it. You picked, are they picked the most? One of the most innovative bands when it comes to all this type of technology, going back to their tours down through the years, you two were very much to the forefront of it all, weren't they? Long before other bands decided to tap into technology, you two were, were, were trailblazers. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You two, honestly, I got to say, they're a phenomenal band to work with. They have absolutely pushed the envelope to the next level. Uh, what they've delivered in Sphere is an experience like no other. Yeah. Um, I, I can tell you on the, on the first opening night of the show, I was watching the cameras to look at all the crowd and all the crew, and everyone was so emotional. It was it was it was it was quite it was it was like a knee-jerking reaction because yeah. there was a lot of you could tell that like they were putting on this most amazing show yeah. that like no one had ever experienced before, and it's just what, incredible. What I found, Paul, just reading up the research on, on what happened with that opening show is it was a kind of the the new and the old because the actual set they had designed was a turntable. Because a lot of people have gone back to buying vinyl again. Yeah. And I think they enlisted Brian Eno to help him with the turntable design of the stage. And then you've all this modern technology that you're talking about. There has to be some sort of a, a contrast between all of that, doesn't there? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually quite um, interesting because we've got um, what I would call old show production and new show production mixed in together. So... Um, the, the old show production uh, would be, you know, we go to like the point or the three arena and you watch a show and everything's just right in front of you. And, and you have the two screens at either side. Exactly, yeah. two screens either side and everyone is focused looking the one direction. Where, whereas uh, w- with, with, uh, with you two in the sphere, yeah. every, everything's all the way around. Is it behind you as well as beside you and in front of you, is it? Is so it actually behind you as well? Because this, Yes, the screen actually goes all the way behind you and Does all it? the way to the sides. And is it in the roof? Yep. Yep, all the way. It's everywhere. Pretty, pretty much everywhere. The, the only place that's not be, is directly behind your your, your back. Your okay. Seats. Yeah. Right. Um, but actually, just going to, to audio to speakers for a second, uh, we have 169,000 unique channels of audio around the venue, uh, with uh, almost uh, almost 2,000 speakers, physical speakers in the venue, right. and that allows us to um, direct the audio around the venue as if it's like laser beams. 
so that you can you can um, or not like laser beams, but like we shine a, a light of where we want the audio to be effectively. Okay. And it allows us to create experiences where you can sit in one part of the audience and get an, get an experience that's totally different to a different part of the audience by design. So you, so for example, if we were to um, set up the venue and do a uh, for example, an international event where we had multiple languages. You could li- sit in one uh, area and listen in German, and another area could listen in, in, in Oskilga. You right. could absolutely do that by design. Incredible. I, I mean, 20,000, is that what it holds? It's 17,600 seats. Okay. Uh, when you add standing, it's about 20,000 people, yes. Yeah. And who else is, is, is sort of planned to come into? I mean, you, you obviously, you two were always going to be the trailblazers for this. Mm-hmm. Who else is who, who's likely to follow on from them? Do you know? Uh, we have a few different people that we're in discussions with right now, um, but the only official one that we have on the books is uh, Formula One, which is happening in a few weeks. Um, so we're actually putting on a Formula One show. It's actually going all the way around Las Vegas. Las Vegas is currently being tore yeah. up and turned into a Formula One racetrack. Um, I believe they have a, a, a multi-year um, contract with the actual city. And the racetrack will actually go through our MSG property itself. Okay. And so we're going to have grandstands, and uh, they're going to be doing all kinds of activations there. And they're, they're using the venue for, for their show. So that's going to be something that no one has so ever So what will be for. actually shown in the sphere then during the, the Grand Prix? To be brutally honest, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's, it's all, it's all uh, their design, their, their concept. Um, my job is to make sure that technically functions yeah. and actually all the, all the equipment um, performs at the level that they require. Apart from live music, do you think it could become a theatrical experience? Absolutely. I, I could you have theatre shows staged? Uh, uh, it's... It will require a different change to how it will require a change to how you actually build a show, yeah. but you could totally do a show there. Really? We've, we've designed it to be able to accommodate um, many, many different types of uh, productions and events. For example, you can fit the, um, the Statue of Liberty, I believe, fully standing inside the venue. It's so tall; it's absolutely gigantic. This the space is is phenomenal. It's so it's not necessarily cavernous, but it's so big you can fit a lot of things inside it. But at the same time, it's a very intimate venue. When, uh, for example, with you two on stage there, uh, from the distance of where they stand to the closest seats, it's rather close. So you you have a you have a good um, uh, uh, you have a good um, link between the artist and, and yeah. the uh, the audience. What's next for you? Are you still working independently, or are you now working with MSG? Oh, I've, I've been working full time with MSG for a few years. So I've, right. been, I've been dedicated to this project for for several years now, and we have a lot more things in the works. Um, most of it I can't really talk about at the moment. Yeah, but. Um, Anything yeah. for Ireland. <laughs> we'll see. If honestly, uh, if anyone wants to do anything like this, it's mm. possible that the this was a groundbreaking breaking step that we wanted to do for the industry. We wanted to change how productions and live events happen in the first place. Yeah. And by introducing to the world a new way of doing things, we're getting a lot of interest from a lot of different countries and companies around the world. So if Ireland wanted to do something like this, I'd, I don't see any reason why they couldn't. Your mum and dad's still very much with us. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Michael Breen and Mary Myler. Yep. Dad from Trinity up in Fort Mountain, mum from Drina. Yep. They must be the, two of the proudest parents, in, in, in definitely in Wexford and in Ireland at the moment. It's, absolutely. It's a wonderful journey. And look, thank you for sharing your dreams and turning them into reality. Thank you very much. Really glad to be here. Thank you. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast Radio.